0: I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, finding yourself in life's little moments. Hi, dear listener. So I'm standing in the middle of the Australian bush, and... Um, It's a kind of area of natural eucalyptus, ferns, other kinds of growing things, mostly native, bordering the ocean not far from where I sit, usually on my favorite bench, and um, it's midday, and the breeze is rustling through the eucalyptus leaves. The air is blessedly fresh. It's blessedly fresh. And today is the first day in some time that actually is what one might call a typical Australian summer day. It's hot. I'm in the shade. There's no smoke, which is kind of amazing and I hope that that means that there's no smoke and fires in other places. Um, The atmosphere is as as clear as it's been and the sun is shining down. It's amazing to feel this. There's a lot of humidity and on my way to my walk I passed a friend of mine who grew up in this area and is Australian and has surfed and spent time in the Australian bush for most of his life one way or another and he knows the weather like nothing you know, knows the surf like you know, I mean to say that he knows it really well so I've learned some really insightful things from him you know, because when I got here I didn't know a whole lot about any of this so Um, At least, particularly the surf. And, uh, you know, for anybody who's surfed most of their life, they know the ocean like a friend. They know its moods, its vicissitudes, its ebbs and flows, literally and figuratively. So a person like that's helpful, you know, and and, uh, and this person has been really helpful to kind of help me understand how to, um, you know see the ocean, see when it's a good time to swim, maybe not so good place to swim or time to swim, etc., and all these things, so that's been great but he said, uh, yeah, I said there was a bit of rain last night, and he said yeah, he said um, there's, and it's quite humid this morning, and that might mean that there's potentially going to be more rain so I was really happy to hear that because um, we really need it, you know we like really need it So this podcast is called Summer because this is a summer day and this is the kind of weather that people come to Australia for beginning with the earliest (sighs) migrants from the United Kingdom. I mean, I have this sort of theory that England ended up colonizing a good portion of the world because it needed to get away from the weather there and secondarily from the food (laughs) so pardon me if you're English but why not go to India you know why not go to other places where um, the sun is more plentiful anyway that's a whole other story so yeah so it's summer And I woke up this morning and um, continued to listen to music online. YouTube's a great source for that, and I was listening to The Grateful Dead. I was listening to a song called Morning Dew. And, uh, you know, back in the 80s, dear listener, actually I landed in Australia for the first time. On January second, nineteen eighty-three, and I ended up living in Melbourne for about six years. So I was kind of more or less straight out of college, and I lived in—you know—I lived in this country for for a few years, and then just started to feel like I had to get back to the States. And when people asked me, well, why did you go back? I mean, there were many reasons. Anybody who's an expat will understand that the place where you're born and bred is is in you, and there's a kind of longing for it in ways that you can, you know, have difficulty expressing in words. But sort of euphemistically, when people would ask me that occasionally, I would say, well, the reason I went back back then was because I couldn't hear The Grateful Dead. I didn't hear The Grateful Dead on the radio, you know, (laughs) they didn't play The Grateful Dead on the radio. And I don't know if anybody knows the Grateful Dead, but anyhow, their uh, their music is is, is pretty, um, yeah, it's it's great. And uh, they would, uh, so anyway, so yeah, so I would tell people, I you know, I would say, well, listen, I, you know, they didn't play the Grateful Dead on the radio here, and I just I got this just unquenchable thirst for for that, and, and went back. So I ended up going back to the states. In the um, in the late '80s, and living there for a good 20 years before I started coming back here to Australia, because I've always loved it here. Grateful Dead or not, I've always loved it here. But I was, you know, I woke up this morning. I was listening to the the fabulous song "Morning Dew," and the Grateful Dead really got to be well known in the late '60s, mid to late '60s, and then they sort of hit a kind of peak in the '70s, sort of mid, you know, early to mid '70s. And um, a friend of mine, this kind of special friend of mine, uh, went to college out on the West Coast. Ooh, there's a bird. Very close. That's interesting. That doesn't happen all, the, all that often. I mean, he's so close. Just as I said that, he's there hopping. Huh. <laughs> it's very cool. Birds, I think, actually carry people's spirits, you know. I think they carry people's spirits Um, They're very close to human life I don't know, you know, not everyone's aware of that But I I really do believe that birds are very close to human life You know, St. Francis communed with the birds Loved the birds My dear godmother loved the birds I mean, for her, bird life was like human life They were like people to her But anyway, there's this bird, just flew here I actually don't know what kind it is but I think it's a native Australian bird so um looks like a very big sparrow but like big 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 so it's not a sparrow same coloration though so yeah so this 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 sort of dear special friend of mine went to college back in the late 70s early 80s in the west coast and that would have been a haven right that would have been like a a place where you'd probably hear the Grateful Dead all the time. So it's wonderful to think about, you know, sharing the love of that music because I really love it. And, um, yeah, waking up this morning, listening to Morning Dew, it's, you know, it's kind of a sad song, frankly. Um, But it's just beautiful, poignant, incredibly poignant song. And people would call the you know fans fans of the grateful dead would call themselves deadheads right that was sort of a another that was a euphemism um, for people who would just oftentimes travel the united states just following the dead you know following the dead following their concerts and listening to them wherever they played i mean it, it was it was quite a thing it was quite a thing and um, but the thing about it right <laughs> is there's something about this because Jerry Garcia, who's no longer alive, rest his soul, was the kind of lead guitarist. And he had a way of spinning melod- melodic lines on the guitar that actually shifted your brain frequencies. I mean, I think that even without knowing it, because this was before the days of the MRIs and all that kind of stuff, functional MRIs and all, this way, all these ways that they can now monitor people's brain activities. But I can tell you from my experience that listening to the dead, right, is, is, is unlike listening to anything else. And I would, when I was back in the States before I moved here two and a half years ago, I would listen to the Grateful Dead channel on the satellite radio on my, in my car. It's, Dear listener, that and Tom Petty saved me. Th- those two artists, you know, their music buoyed me at a time when I was, you know, could have gone down. I could have gone down. But it was those frequencies that kept me going, right? It was the frequencies of the music. It was the frequencies, the those melodic lines, you know, that I would hear as the dead were playing, you know, their their most famous songs. Morning Dew, Dark Star, right? Terrapin Station. I mean, anyone who knows the dead would know these songs. You know, they had a way of crafting music such that it literally changed your, um, your, uh, your brain, you know, vibrations, vibrationally. And in terms of your synapse or whatever's going on there. Yeah, brainwaves. It would change your brain waves. Here comes a... These are called bush turkeys. So here comes one now. They're quite friendly. They know that people are a source of food. So they have um, cleaved themselves to human life around here. And bush turkey is... Looks like a turkey back home, sort of. It's just... It's mostly dark brown black... With a kind of dark red head and then a ring of dark yellow around its neck. And they walk around here. There are a lot of them. So here one's coming and going. It might have thought that I was a source of food and then it's wandering off off now realizing I'm not. But yeah, so it's amazing. The music, it, it, it changes, right? Your brain waves. And... When I listen to this music, I feel that I'm transported back in time and simultaneously into the deepest part of myself. Something relaxes. Um, When I get to be 80, 90, and 100, you know, I would like to um, (laughs) ask the person closest to me to um, play the dead for me, okay? (laughs) Play the dead for me. Um, that and a bunch of other stuff, but I'm telling you, these things, they really, they go to the source of who you are, and they keep that place healthy, and alive, and fresh, and, um, you know, intact, and joyful, and all sorts of other things. So... Yeah, waking up, listening to Morning Dew by the Grateful Dead and then coming out, seeing my friend, you know, who's often sitting on the bench out here and him saying, yeah, there's a lot of moisture that was walked up and there was a lot, you know, woke up and there was a lot of humidity in the air. So that's pretty rare, okay? It's pretty rare, especially these days when we've had these really hot winds and all these fires. So to wake up, you know, on a morning where there actually is morning dew is really beautiful. And then he said, you know, maybe that... Humidity will work its way into some actual precipitation later today, thunderstorm. That would be really good. That would be a really good thing. So, I, um, you know, these are the strands of life here in Sydney, Australia, these days, uh, you know, these past few days, and I feel very happy sharing them with you. Thank you for listening, and uh, yeah, if you don't know the Grateful Dead, check them out, especially the early. 70s performances, Europe 72, 71 73 Um, Australian girls just went by Uh, You know, mid-70s Early to mid-70s Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous 77, 70, you know They did an incredible performance at um, Cornell University in 1977 at Barton Hall, right? I wasn't there, but that, for example, is one of their great, 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 uh, you know, live performances, Um, yeah. My first boyfriend actually went to Cornell, so he was there. He would have been there in 77. Cornell University. It's a good place. But yeah, so that's an, that's another one. Really fantastic. So all these things can be found on YouTube. I mean, it's amazing these days. You see, this is the reason probably why if I had had YouTube back in 1986 and 1987 here in Australia and I could listen readily to the Grateful Dead and some other people whom I love, you know, I might not have felt such a hankering to go back to the States. But then again, dear listener, you see this is how life works. You know, we are in some sense, moved by the grace of God, here and there. And the more that we're aware of that, the more we're in duet with God, and the more, here comes this beautiful little bird again, not the bush turkey, the other one, that hops in the trees. And, uh, yeah, the more that we can reflect back and go, wow. But, yeah, the Grateful Dead were not on, the radio here. And there was no YouTube back in the mid 80s. So um, there was this piece of me, you know, together with a whole bunch of other, you know, artists, songwriters, singers that, that I really love that I didn't hear as much here. Um, you know, these things are part of you, right? They say that the music that you hear around the time of your coming of age actually embeds itself into this you know into the cells of your developing brain and they it stays there that's why like tomorrow i'm going to go up and play for people at an assisted living and nursing home here in this area and i'm going to play them music from their youth and regardless of whether they're suffering dementia or anything else they all remember those songs the music stays with us it's a beautiful thing It's a beautiful thing. We're wrought in part, you know, maybe even in large part, but certainly in a significant way by the music that we know and love and hear, you know, when we're coming up through life. So on that note, dear listener, I hope that your day, night is a blessed one. And here comes the bush turkey coming back thinking, hmm... Maybe I have rice cakes. <laughs> maybe I have anything. I think they'll eat anything. <clears throat> you can hear it walking, maybe. Here it comes. Very unafraid. Dogs can't be off-leash here, which is a really good thing, you know. And that's why these little creatures are not so afraid, you know, because otherwise they'd be chased around. It's walking by looking surveying checking me out checking my bags out Mm, not sure is there anything there Mm, nope nope okay he's moving on so there you go dear listener i do wish you a wonderful day or night whenever you hear this and uh from here in the antipodes down under where Life has been a bit fraught, and uh, we're praying for rain. Sending much, much love, and God bless you now and always. Now and always. <laughs> May there be many mornings ahead full of beautiful dewdrops. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye.